0: Hey, so last week when we filmed that 10-Minute Tuesday with Joe, the entire house lost power. There was no storm, no nothing. We thought we lost all the footage. So sorry if the audio is a little different than normal, but it's still very informational. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hey, guys. Welcome to another 10-Minute Tuesday. Today we have a guest, Joe Heinz, to talk about. molt migrators, how to kill them. Definitely one of the best in the nation to do it. Why don't you give us, like, the general way on how to kill molt migrators because you are extremely successful in killing them why don't you give us weather decoys calling amount of people the type of field the area okay you know
1: (coughs) so molt migrators they usually come from the north (laughs) (laughs) so what what i look forward what i look for in a molt migrator day and I've been wrong, and I've been very right, is um, you want the wind, like, okay, so like early September, right, and it can be any time from opening morning, because last year I feel like we killed migrators on opening day, there's a lot of high groups we broke down, you know, all the way to, you know, November, depends on what area you're in, right? But in Minnesota, where I live, it's usually, we have, get the good pushes anywhere from, opening weekend to about the end of september right (coughs) we always look for a big um temperature drop so anywhere from 20 25 30 degrees right
0: well because september is pretty hot
1: in minnesota and
0: so you're looking for it to go from like 60 70 down to like 30 first thing in the morning and to be
1: honest we usually have in, in the past years we usually have the the most migrator days like after the opening weekend because everybody stirred up all those birds and they're trying to get out of that area basically to find new areas. So the pressure pushed them out. Pressure too, yes. Not just weather pressure, but also hunting pressure. And when I look for, I've had good migrator days on 10 mile an hour winds and I've had really good migrator days when the wind's only like two miles an hour. Hmm. Because if you go straight up in the atmosphere, it's a little stronger up there, right? I've said this, and I know a lot of my other buddies have said this too, 15 miles an hour is almost too strong. Like they, I mean, you might get a couple groups, but you're not going to have a huge push when the wind's just that strong. Like 20, 20, 25 mile an hour winds, we usually don't have any migrator days. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think it's just almost too strong for them, or they just are hunkered down, and they just don't want to get airborne or something. You know, I don't really have an answer for it. I gets too much work for them. Yeah, something like that, right? Which you wouldn't think it would be, you know, just get up and rip, get to ripping. But, Glide, yeah. Yeah, but I think I think a more comfortable speed for them is anywhere from 2 to 10, 12. Tops, kind of, for me. And I, like I said, out of my experience, we've really got them and. You know, two to ten has, has been good. What is the, what's
0: your best app you use for weather? What do you think is like the. It's just the weather app. The weather app. Yeah.
1: It's never like, been wrong. It's never been wrong for me. I've i on hunting with a lot of people and they're like, oh, the wind's supposed to switch. And it's like, no, mine doesn't say that. And they've been completely wrong and mine's always been right. Or this is what it's supposed to be, the wind mile per hour and stuff. Hmm. And like, it's never done me wrong. Hmm. If it says it's coming from the north, it's going to be coming from the north at that speed and. Blah, blah, blah. Are you looking
0: in your area? So, like, say you're hunting in southern Minnesota. Yeah. Right? Are you looking in your area, or are you looking in areas north of your I'm area? i looking in my area. Really? Yeah. Because I know Nick J will look in Canada.
1: Yeah, yeah, to see where the wind. Yeah, I'll look in Canada, too. You know, the windy app is what I use for that. And it'll show, like, oh, it's coming straight out of Winnipeg and straight down to us. Hmm. And a, a northwest wind day is my favorite wind. We've got them on straight north days, straight east, northeast days, but a, a very good northwest wind day is I just, they're just it's just better. How how far ahead do you look for the wind? Do you look like next day or are you looking? Yeah, next a week? day. Yeah, week, but it usually changes. You know, right? Oh, we got a northwest wind next week on Thursday, and then you get there Thursday, it's a south wind. I mean, that happens plenty of times. But and then I also for the field I'm looking for, I look for a high contrast field, which means. I'm looking for a grass field or a weed field, something that's a bright color. So when you put those dark decoys out there, the decoys stick out like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So you can see them. The birds can see your mess of decoys out in that that bright field. They see all those little dots everywhere, and your flags going off. If you if you hunt them in a black field, it sucks up the color of your decoys, and your decoys just blend in too much.
0: Do you do you think? Do you think where you put your decoys, like what type of a food source really matters? Or do you think it's just pure contrast? Just pure contrast. Really? Yeah,
1: we've we've killed them on a a CRP, like a fresh cut CRP that DNR just cut. Sure. I've I've killed geese in that, you know? They're not eating anything.
0: So, in your mind, it doesn't matter that it's a silage field, a grass field, a wheat field, Uh -uh. nothing.
1: No, we always hunt fields. We'll set decoys out in a field that hasn't had geese in it for 10 years. But it's a grass field on a great location, you know. Mm-hmm. In my town, I kind of know the historical pathways that they've taken over the years, you know.
0: That's what I was going to ask you about, too, is do you feel like there's certain areas that are better for it? And yeah.
1: why? Yeah. Um, so in my town, we on our west side, we have lakes, like roosts, that they go to. So I'll try to go north. Like, if you have a roost in your town that you know that the birds are going to, and it's... Try to get north of that, like two miles or Catch mile. them before they yeah, get there. Yeah, catch them before they can see that lake and all the geese stirring around it and all that stuff. So I always go a mile north or two or three or four or whatever and just know that flyway they're going to run. Because they they run highways, they run highway systems, and in Hutch, I feel like there's like beacons for them. Like there's a cell phone tower that they always go to like the right it's side the landmark. of it. Yeah. And they'll keep coming straight, and if they're to the left of it, when they get to it, they corner towards our lake. Mm. So it's like, yeah, you can just watch that like clockwork. It's nuts. But, so, yeah, we I would just go north of there, make sure the wind's not too strong, make sure you're in a high-contrast field, go north of your, north of your roofs. What I meant. And, um, I mean, decoys vary. I mean, if you want – if I got 10 people out there, we'll put out 50 dozen. If I got just me and you, we'll put out 5 dozen, 10 dozen. And, I mean, you can kill, if you have 10 guys, you can still kill them with five or, five or 10 guys. Five or 10 dozen if you have 10 guys out there, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you got standing corn and stuff. That's another thing, too, on migrators. I usually don't like standing in the corn on migrators. I like kind of being out in the field more, like 20, 30 yards off of that corn. Because I've hunted migrators in corn, and we just didn't kill as many as we would have if we would have been out there. Because I feel like when you break them down that hard and then try to pull them that close to the corn, they just don't really like it. You think it's more of like a predator thing? Like something. A, like I a natural instinct? Yeah, something. Don't get me wrong. i have killed plenty of geese in standing corn, but it's just something about migrators. They just kind of flake out about it. They don't decoy as well. You can get them to swing over the corn and fly over the corn, but they just don't decoy right in front of that corn. And if you have your decoys 30 yards out, they're taking far shots. Right. So I was try to be you.
0: Yeah, I always find when you're... Hunting standing corn, unless it's a straight side shoot, mm-hmm. you can't see a lot of them coming. Right, it's yeah. a visibility problem. Right. So you're either standing on the field with your yeah. dick in your... And they're hand. right
1: on top of you. Like holy shit! Oh yeah. man,
0: we got caught with our dick in our
1: hand again. Yeah, yeah. I hate that feeling. Yeah, it sucks, but you gotta go through it every year, at least twenty to thirty times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
0: You so. almost you almost do it hoping you
1: get caught sometimes. Mm. <laughs> right yeah
0: and then are you uh are you using as much motion as possible too?
1: Yeah yeah we got jerk flags <coughs> on the flags that are on cords, and then we have flags on the blinds and stuff outside the blinds just to make as much commotion as you can, holler at them, beller at them. I usually when I go migrator hunting I have at least at least one other good goose collar. if I can have three that's perfect, and then four is very good and five, but then sometimes you get six, seven eight good goose colors, so almost too much. Yeah. Or they're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's too much,
0: but yeah. So, like, when you are gathering really good goose calls, are you just throwing out as much sound as possible? Or are you actually trying to work together? Because I feel like that's a problem, especially nowadays. You'll yeah. have a wall of sound.
1: You well, know. if if you're hunting with your buddies all the time, you kind of in the more you hunt too. Again, when you got to read the birds right right So when we first see him we're giving them all we got any I'm doing my sequence of notes he's doing his he's doing his and then when they start to work that's when we start to work together and then they you know loud 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 softer softer and then all front back and forth shit
0: one of my favorite videos out in the ether is that video where you called Scott and you had Trevor Lutkey and you had Mike Benjamin
1: yeah. They're
0: like that yeah. grass field. Mulkier migrators. migrators. dude. Yeah. Like watching you guys like just listening to the calling I learned yeah. so much where it's like uh-huh. and then you see a couple break off and then everyone starts yeah, yeah. calling in unison or in like yeah. some sort of a rhythm where yep. no one's stepping over each other's That's toes. Right. Yeah. And it was just it turned into a shitload of clucking. Yeah, yep. And it sounded so good. Yeah. It was. We unreal. didn't kill,
1: we didn't kill a goose till like nine thirty ten either when they when they usually start flying. But that was the first time I hunted with Scott and I was like, "Fuck my great day. Scott drove all the way up here. I was like, "Come on, dude!" Didn't see a goose, and then I was like, "Well, we don't see one by ten thirty, we're in trouble." Nine thirty, nine forty, and then I was like, "There's a group," and then we limit up, <laughs> just burn the shit out of them. The next hour, it was so much fun. That's epic. Yeah.
0: So you feel like. Uh calling is probably the most important part other than being under the
1: right yeah on on migrator hunting for sure it's it's calling for sure yeah
0: and what what part about the calling do you think speaks the most just
1: getting their attention
0: just getting their attention so being loud yeah being loud so like what's your what's like uh what's the note you know Uh, like like what's that high piercing note for this? Like,
1: I do like fast clucks, like... <laughs> like I do a lot of that. And then my buddy Toso, he's he's sitting there just... just hammering the double, double clock. clucking. like crazy, you know, yeah. And then you got another guy just doing spit notes and more other shit, throwing it together. I mean, we all call different, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, just throw the noise at them. And then when they start chiseling their way down, lighten up a little bit. And then, I mean, again, you got to read them, and sometimes you got to hammer them birds all the way to the ground. Like call, call, right. call, 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 call. Don't get off the call. Don't get off the call. And that's what's going to decoy. And sometimes I flare out at sixty yards because that was too much calling. Yeah, so just got to kind of read. Them. You know what I uh, I
0: really admire about you is when you are running a hunt like that, you you say it in such a way, like you will like yell and people will be like don't get off the call or shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. You'll say something like that, but yeah. I don't take it as like a
1: insult. Yeah, ugh. yeah. Right, right. You know. Right.
0: And so how would you say is like a like a good <laughs> a good way or like maybe state a your intention way or something? Yeah, like hey yeah. shut shut up. Yeah, right, right. You know, let me yeah. lead this. Don't like, just hey, don't, scream like, on your call. Yeah,
1: Hey, I don't think they like that or something, you know. I don't know. I just Let's try this. Yeah, yeah, I'll just say it, I guess. Because yeah. I'm trying to kill these birds and I'm working my ass off to get them and I don't, you know, they're not liking that, so do this or, you know, or quit doing this or, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you are very good at that though. You're very good at leading the hunt, but like you're still yourself and you're not an yeah. asshole. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: So it's just like, hey guys, let's, let's try to kill these geese. Let's try to work together. Right. You know, and I'll let you know if you're being, too bad yeah. you're being too much or yeah. not enough or yep. whatever because there's been multiple times where you and I are hunting together with a couple other really good callers and you're like Joey pick up your call yeah right hey, hey, am I the
1: own? only one goose calling there? right. there's been so many times where I've felt like I'm like here's a group of geese right on top of us i am jumping the blind I'm just like kla-la-la, 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 kla-la-la look as i'm taking a breath i don't hear anybody else calling and it's like am i the only uh, fucking goose caller out of the eight of us here because why why don't you have your call in your hand mm. what are you just sitting back oh yeah there is a group. <laughs> dude you're fucking calling your mouth
0: right god
1: or flag dude right like i've taken i am taking the jerk cord string away from oh. so many people because i'm sitting there calling like i'd flag right now and I'm still calling, looking at the geese, like, I had flag right now. I didn't see that flag go up once, and I'm like, give me that cord. Yank. Because, you know, we could have killed geese there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't
0: know. So you think the motion, the calling? The motion and the aggressive calling, for sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: especially with migrators. They're in such a new area.
0: Yeah. Why do you think the aggressive calling works so much? Is it just to get their attention, or is yeah. it to, like, coerce them to come down?
1: get their attention and then when they have their attention of course to come down <laughs> yeah yeah i mean when they're flying dude they're like looking straight like all right i think the roost is here for this town or wherever i'm looking for water i'm sure they can see it when they're way up there like that and then all of a sudden, you just hear, and you kind of peek down and they see just Wa-la-la. like oh that's where all the geese are
0: what do you think that <laughs> what do you think the geese are saying like a, like a real flock of geese what do you think you're saying with your call to those geese flying.
1: Party time, boys. Party time. (laughs) (laughs) Free, uh, free beer and free sea. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Because I, I, I thought of goose calling as duck calling when I was growing up Mm -hmm. where like, you're trying to seduce that bird to come in where it's like, come here, come Uh here. Mm -hmm. And then I think I heard Scott talk about it at a game fair seminar like 10 years ago where he's like, no, this is me being territorial where I'm telling yeah. those geese, this is my shit. Right, right. This is my wife. Yeah, this right. is my food. Yep. This is my territory. Right, right. Stay out of here. Yep. And then those geese in the air are like, hmm, yeah. he's telling yeah. me to yeah. stay away. Yeah, right. I better go check it out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's you just, know?
1: That's the happening place. I mean, if you were just walking, you went to a new town and you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you just heard fucking music and glasses hitting together and people laughing and stuff, I'd be like, I'm going to go into that bar. <laughs> you know, like I'm oh, it's a, a fun time. Yeah, right. And then you walk in and get gunned down, and somebody takes a wedding ring out and puts it on their necklace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. specific. We got another one. All right, let's check out local crime. <laughs> <laughs> you can come into my town wearing a wedding ring. Yeah, I don't right. think so. I don't think so. Yeah, no, they
1: just just, I mean, migrators, high contrast field, be north of La call a lot. I mean, you don't need a fuckload of decoys. The more guys you have, it's just better to have more decoys to hide. Because, you know, you got so many bodies to hide, more commotion between the human bodies. So just hide that, too. And people peeking and moving around and blah, blah, blah.
0: Well, and, like, molt migrators are the ones that aren't breeding. Right. Right? Yeah. And so what you're telling those birds, like, they well, want to be social, the and they're, they're trying to find, like, the group to hang yeah, out with.
1: Right. But not just that, like I said, sometimes the pressure in, in the town north of you, and, you know, 10 minutes or even an hour, or two hours north of you, the hunting pressure has kicked them off too. Mm. And them and their kids are coming down. I mean, I can't tell you how many bands we've killed on a migrated area. it's like, oh, this one was banded in, you know, freaking Bemidji five months ago. So, right so it's not just not breeding but it's a, it's a lot of them yeah so because i mean
0: i know you've killed a lot of mold bands period mm-hmm. but at the same time you're killing these bands from all over they're not residential geese from your town right so are they leaving their area at whatever time